Hello, and welcome to this MGMA Industry Insights Podcast. I'm Craig Weberg, Senior Editor for MGMA. Today, I'm joined by industry expert Bill Hampsch, CEO and Practicing Administrator at North Florida Women's Care. Bill will be speaking at the MGMA Operations Conference on, M on April 16th, and his session is titled, Bridging Communication and Clinical Outcomes, How Text Messaging Can Transform the Entire Patient Experience. Bill, welcome to the podcast. Glad to be here. Great. Uh, can you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your background? Absolutely. I am with the practice I've been with the last 20 years. Uh, we've been in uh, practice for 30. We're an independent OBGYN practice in the capital city of Florida, Tallahassee. And we are uh, a very high volume, very busy uh, practice. We have uh, currently 11 physicians and three nurse practitioners and growing. I'm hiring providers uh, to help with the demand that we've got. I would also like to just say as a self-proclaimed nerd with personality, I'm a big believer in technology, smart technology, where it makes sense. And um, don't think um, we could live without it in today's society. <clears throat> I'm glad to um, embrace uh, these uh, components to help engage our patients even more. Well, that's a perfect segue, and thanks for that, Bill. Um, we're talking today about text messaging our patients, and can you talk about why text messaging has become such an important tool for the patient experience and, and for health outcomes as well? Over and over, text messaging uh, beats both email and phone calls. Patients successfully receive approximately 99% of all their text messages, but on statistically average, patients or people don't open their emails uh, more than 20% of the time and answer their phone calls about no more than 45% of the time. And, you know, this isn't your grandfather's medical practice anymore. You know, the technology um, in many industries has evolved and any business has to adapt uh, to the customer or market demands. And we are no different than that. In fact, in our practice, over 90% of our patient population is under 65 years old. Being an OBGYN practice, we have many patients in the millennial age, and their primary communication is through text messaging. They don't pick up their phones and talk to their parents anymore. Why would they even talk to their doctor? Well, when you put it in that way, uh, it makes sense to deliver messages in the way that people are ready and willing to consume them. So that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and I have been reading a lot about text messaging as it is such an important piece of the healthcare delivery messaging and, and communication process. Now, in your session and your session description, you talk about um, why it's so important uh, to interface with your EHR. And you know, the title of your session is Bridging Communication and Clinical Outcomes. I'm assuming uh, the EHR piece is a big por portion of that. So could you talk about why that's so important and, you know, let us know a little bit about how that actually works? Sure. Over, um, you know, a couple years, I was researching different technologies and, you know, based on the system that we have for our EHR, um, which is somewhat um, legacy system, we're very limited on to which 
uh, platforms that we could use and leverage, you know, to text patients. And, you know, that's growing in numbers. Um, but we were very uh, frustrated, I guess, because of the limitations of our own system. And, you know, identifying a solution that didn't require a lot of manual processes to be duplicated, you know, in two different systems was key. And to be able to pull the data from our EHR system uh, to leverage that, whether it's appointments, registration information, um, makes, you know, the data more reliable, more accurate, and many times can automate process. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, you started to get into it a little bit, but I was going to ask, what are the scope of the messages that you deliver? You've talked about um, appointments and integrating with some of the EHR clinical messaging, but, you know, what's the scope of the, the messages that go out? Well, I would categorize them into four different buckets. The first one, um, and by far the biggest, is our appointment reminders. Um, that we have. Um, so text message will go out to the patients at four different intervals. Typically, we do it at seven days in advance and four days in advance and two days in advance and then basically about two hours in advance. Um, just as a periodic, this is best practices that we found um, to, to connect with the patients. And some of those where if they do respond back to confirm or cancel reschedule, then some of the other ones get hidden behind the scenes. Uh, but we still always want to connect with those patients two hours prior to that appointment. That's one bucket. The second one would be able to send what I call broadcast messages. This is any time when a physician or provider needs to cancel a particular day on their schedule. Real life story, I had a physician after five o'clock at nine, had already gone home and had sent me a text message and said that uh, they were being admitted to the hospital for appendicitis and that they would not be able to see their patients the next day. In old school day, I would have to call up one of my schedulers to come to the office and call the patients on the schedule for that doctor and move them. Now with this system that we have, I can just log in to a web browser and basically select that doctor's schedule and send a quick message out to that entire schedule for that day. Another example is when we in Florida have hurricanes, you know, typically in the fall, and you, know, you may not know the next day if the hurricane is going to affect our area or it's gonna push to the east or west. So in those situations, um, we can send a broadcast message out for the entire practice to let patients know what's going on with their appointments. The third bucket would be for custom actions. And this is a lot more in the clinical pathway communication. Um, typically what we have for that is for pre-appointments, uh, specifically for an ultrasound that they're coming in, that they need to have a full glass of water prior to their appointment. Um, we send that message out to them about 45 minutes before their scheduled time. This actually cut down the amount of time that the patient needed to be worked up and put in the room because they hadn't had that instruction prior to their appointment. Other ones that we have are for what we call LARC, which is a long-acting or uh, reversible contraception appointment where they have an, like an intrauterine device inserted uh, to prevent uh, contraception uh, uh, pregnancies. And, you know, there are different messages that different physicians want to have sent out custom to their particular profile. And so I have an automated system based on the appointment time, based on the, the physician of what message needs to be sent out to their particular patients. 
so these are some of the examples of some of the custom actions that I've developed. Um, the fourth section is a bucket would be feedback. So after the appointment, I typically send a text message to patients asking them to rate their appointment and it's very simple, basically on a scale of one to 10, how that they would rate their appointment. If they score an eight, nine or 10, then it sends them out to, you know, ask if they would be interested in doing uh, feedback on either uh, Facebook or Google or Yelp, and I direct them where I want them to, to post that review online. If they score less than an eight, so one through seven, then I have a link for an internal survey for them to complete, and then I can capture some more information on that particular encounter and in real time basically uh, report some issues that we may have uh, from that appointment. And that's typically sent a few hours after their appointment, so it's still fresh in their mind. So yeah. I think that pretty much summarizes the different types of messaging, you know, that we send out to patients. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm continuing to adapt and evolve in that process. You know, one of the, the newer components that I've been playing around with and, and piloting with, a, with some patients is those with a past due balance. And so typically we have a cycle of statements, whether they go out by paper or electronic, depending on the patient preference. And many times, you know, not always, but many times those patients ignore those statements. And like I said, if it's through email, they may not even open that email message. Or if it's to their uh, regular snail mail, they may not ever see that message or that statement. So I, I now have a component where within a certain time window of like 60 to 90 days, I will send them a text message that just says very simply, um, we have a matter with your balance that we need to communicate with you, please call our office and give them a link to our phone number to a dedicated person's extension and they get right to a person. So they bypass the auto attendant and they get right to a live person. And many, many times the patients will say, oh, I never got the statement, I never saw it. Um, and then they're able to resolve and make payment right there on the spot within minutes of us pushing out those messages. I, I hear a lot of frustrations with EHRs and a lot of technology and, and administrators that struggle with that a little bit, but this really sounds like this is a technology that, that works really well together with the EHR and actually works to, to get in front of people in a way that they want to and can receive the message. Um, you've talked a little bit about how this has improved some of the aspects of, of your um, throughput and your collections perhaps in your in your um, practice you know can you talk a little bit more about kind of how or what improvements you have seen after implementing these text messaging programs by far the number one improvement would be a decrease in our phone calls many times patients would call our office to cancel their appointment or to reschedule it because they couldn't make it and invariably they'd be on hold you know i pull some of my appointment schedulers who answer the phones at our call center they get pulled to cover other workstations because someone is out sick or they're out on uh, medical leave and so um, it's unfortunate but the phone call volume is now handled by a smaller subset of individuals which requires you know longer wait times for our patients so many times those patients would give up and they would just not show up for their appointment because they made an attempt to call us 
And yes, they can go through our portal and cancel their appointment, but most people aren't going to do that. It's too cumbersome or challenging. They can't remember their logins or passwords, so they would just call. And so now when they do get the text message for the reminder at different intervals, they can cancel that appointment or request to reschedule it right from their phone 24 hours a day without ever having to speak to anybody in the office or wait 20 plus minutes on the phone. So that has improved the volume of calls um, being reduced because the patient's communicating back through other alternate means. And this has also improved our no-show rate. We've actually dropped our no-show rate since implementing this technology by 50%. So we, and, and I most uh, attribute that to the fact that they're able to communicate back those uh, requests to cancel or reschedule their appointment through text messaging. Another big component is uh, the phone volume or phone tag that we have. We get a lot of patients that are referred to us by primary care physicians. And a lot of times we try to call the patient to schedule them with our office. And, you know, and many times they don't answer their phone. They don't recognize who we are. They probably think it's a robocall. And so they try to call back once we leave the message and then they cannot get through to the person on the call or they're waiting long periods of time. So now we do uh, put in the system where they um, get a text message saying that your doctor that has a specific doctor's name had referred you to our office, please call this number. And the number goes directly to our referral coordinator's desk that they can actually handle that phone call. And if they don't answer it because they're on another call or away from their desk, they can go to their voicemail and then they can you know, connect back and forth. And what the best part of this is, is that I have amazing reporting capabilities so I can see how many of those referrals are actually converted into actual appointments. And I've seen an increase in those by 25% since implementing this system. So I am driving more business to our practice through utilizing this technology just from the referral business, but also uh, with those no-shows being canceled by the patient in advance, I can fill those slots. And the particular program that we use uh, we have a wait list for every provider, and there's some docs that are easier to get in to see than others because many times some of our physicians are on call, they're in surgery, and they're busy. So with this system, I have it set to automatically start rolling through the waiting list for that uh, physician, and those people at the top of the list get called for, or text messaged first and to say, offer them that appointment slot that just opened up that somebody had just canceled. Patients love that. It's in, in improving our patient experience. So, um, and, and giving them this ability to, to self-schedule for a specific appointment type that meets the criteria without ever having to talk to a person on the phone. So to answer your question long-windedly with a short uh, summary, I would say that the volume of phone calls has dramatically dropped uh, to the office and, and conversely improved our patient experience. Well, that's a really compelling reason. Some of the stats that you provided to me, 50% um, improvement in no-show rates, that's amazing, that's outstanding. And the conversion rate for the referrals, I mean, that's bringing in new business. So we keep talking about efficiency in medical practices and, and you're filling the schedule and gaining new uh, patients. And that, you know, that's the holy grail of, 
of running a business. The, um, the physician's time never comes back. You know, you, once that time has passed, it's lost forever. And if I have an empty room, then that's money that's lost that I can never recoup. But I have the physician here, and if I can keep their schedules as full as possible, then I've improved, you know, the bottom line. And, you know, based on my analysis of these no-shows that have reduced and reconverting those referrals, I have calculated about a $10,000 a month increase in revenue as a direct result of those two things. You've talked a little bit about staffing your phones differently. Are there other inter, uh, internal processes or staffing that you have changed as a result of after implementing the text messaging? Uh, the pre-procedure and even sometimes, many times, post-procedure, whether it's a surgery, um, the, some of the functions in the office that were handled by my clinical staff are now being replaced by using text messaging. So if they had to call the patient or send them instructions by mail um, at, prior to their appointment or send them a message through the portal, those are now being replaced by using these um, these action items that are sent automatically out to patients. And after the appointment, you know, we want to touch every one of our patients, you know, communicate with them just to make sure everything is okay um, after their surgical procedure. So we do have a message that goes, you know, out to patients to just um, check on them and have them call our office if they have any complications. And we also give them a link to our portal because sometimes they may want to communicate with us after hours. And so they can go on to our portal and, you know, send us a message uh, and it goes directly to the clinical team uh, from that. So there's been a lot of improvement in the efficiency of utilizing my clinical staff and having um, historically some communication that they would have to communicate to patients pre and post uh, many procedures. So I'm interested to see what, you know, the text messaging software or the program actually looks like if you could i mean you're not texting from phones are you it was an, it's an interface with a computer i'm assuming right you log in through a web browser i have login uh for different staff or different uh, functionality different permissions and um, basically they can queue up a patient by their name by their date of birth and it's you know linking directly to our database for our ehr and so you can see in this system um, any chat, it's a secure chat session, and that would be any um, messages that we've sent them through clinical actions, um, any appointment reminders. So you can see a whole journey of communication with each individual particular patient and who's been communicating with them in the system. Um, you can see any um, broadcast messages that have gone out. There's also the referral management. So I can see uh, basically how many of those have been completed and those are incompleted. On the reporting uh, component to this application, I can see the volume of referrals that have been entered for different primary care physicians in the community. So I can look graphically to know which are my high referrals and which one are my low referring physicians. Um, I can also have a dashboard that shows me my net promoter score uh, as to what the score was when the patient completed the satisfaction survey question after their appointment. I can look and see how many of those are 10s, 9s, and 8s, and I can drill down 
specifically down to the individual person and do some research if I need to if it's a low score. Um, so, and it's, it's pretty easy, it's pretty intuitive when you get into the system to navigate around uh, pretty easily and it's, it's, it's fluid. There's constant you know, communications going out to people if there's somebody had canceled their appointment. So it start you know, communicating down the wait list for that particular doctor. So things are moving like on a freeway very fast um, and all that is visible to you on this interface. Are there any HIPAA concerns that the administrator needs to be aware of when they're implementing systems like this? Absolutely. You need to set policies on what communication is sent out because there are ways to send communication through text messaging um, directly to the individual patient's phone. Um, but then there's also the secure text component where they are required to enter their name and date of birth information to identify who they are because it is a secure PHI related communication. So it's very important to make sure your staff understand what your policies are and what uh, do's and don'ts are permitted through the different components of the application. I would also say you know, that this needs to be um, added to any practices notice of privacy practice and make sure the patients understand whether it's through marketing material or staff communicating with the patients that there's going to be an adoption of text messaging in the office so they're not surprised by it and to make sure that it's a, a valid communication that is truly coming from the practice and not some kind of a, a bot system that's trying to sabotage the practice. So it's um, you guys have them, you're, you notify them that text messaging is coming um, rather than having them opt in, you give them the chance to possibly opt out. Um, if Correct. Yeah, it's in our, our policy that we use text messaging for, you know, these various communications. And if they choose to opt out, we can go into the system and uncheck that, you know, the contact methods, whether it's their cell phone number or email address, because there's other ways that the system connects uh, with the patient if they don't have a cell phone. Um, it actually allows you to do that. And the patients, you know, can do that themselves. They can self-opt out through the text message. And you mentioned how much the patients love it. Uh, it really sounds like a great system. Um, do you have any of those additional KPIs that you follow? Have you noticed your retention rates going up with your patients? You've talked about the referrals uh, going up 25%, so that's real. How about the uh, participation in the evaluation um, in the patient satisfaction surveys or uh, additional um, reviews online, as you suggest? Have you seen you know, those KPIs move up upwards in a positive manner, I'm assuming? Absolutely. Um, we went, I think it was in the high threes to the mid fours out of a five-star rating on Google. We've had over 200 new reviews added uh, to Google. And in the past, I was struggling to find ways to get patients actively to write a review, unless, of course, they were going online because they had a bad experience. Um, and, and, and many times, you know, if they go online to write a review, there are a lot of times, unless they're a great patient, um, they're writing something negative about the practice, whether it's parking or wait times or interaction with staff. And so 
I know I run a great practice with great physicians and quality uh, outcomes, um, but I want to make sure others that come to the practice know that. And they, people do look at those reviews, and I want to make sure they get an accurate picture of our practice profile and how patients do perceive us. And to drive patients to do that prior to using the text messaging was a struggle for us. We would do little cards that we hand them at their appointments, or we would give them um, in, in our newsletter, we'd give them a link that they can go to or on our website and our portal, many different ways. And it wasn't until we had this simple system that goes through text messaging to improve those scores. And I can change which website that I want to send that patient to to write a review. So I focused primarily on Google. A lot of people have Google accounts, uh, Gmail accounts, and that's, I think, required in order to write a review about a business is have a Gmail account. But then over time, I changed that. I went to Facebook to kind of beef up our scores and our reviews on Facebook. And I did Yelp for a little while. So there's many different websites you can go to to enhance your online reputation from many different systems. But um, overall, I will definitely tell you that the scores have improved. The number of reviews has increased and the outlook for the practice has been very positive. And I, and I can check that at any given time by locking into the system and not even having to go to the review sites just to see what the scores are that people are making. Wow, so many good things here. Uh, you know, it seems like everything that, uh, it really has improved a number of areas of your practice and of your patient experience. So it's that's great. I'm gonna, close off today by asking you if you have any uh, words of advice for the listeners on setting up a, a text messaging system. Sure. Well, technology doesn't have to be, has, it doesn't have to complicate things. And in, in many cases, it's a very simple practice to, to implement and improve the patient experience, you know, at the same time. And if you keep the patients, you know, at the center of everything you do, technology becomes an obvious solution. And our patients are already using their cell phones and they're already texting with increasing regularity. You know, why not just meet them where they are and text with them as well? Okay, great. Well, thank you so much, Bill, for joining us today. And as a reminder, Bill's going to be presenting at the MGMA 19 Operations Conference in Austin, Texas on April 16th. His session is titled Bridging Communication and Clinical Outcomes, How Text Messaging Can Transform the Entire Patient Experience. Thank you again so much, Bill. It's really a great topic, and uh, it sounds like it's been a fantastic um, program for you. So thanks again. My pleasure.